myself in that strange part of the internet once again, but it's okay because you're here with us. My name is Chris. And I'm Jonathan. Welcome to the Death Taco Podcast. So, uh, this week we decided to tackle a newer movie, uh, 2022's The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, I don't usually do new movies. I don't know why. I just do movies that like I'm nostalgic about, but at the same time, this one's kind of near and dear to me. It really wasn't as bad either. Like I told you, like in the recent podcast, that movies recently haven't been the best. Mm-hmm. And this one wasn't that bad. Like I could tolerate it. It kept me at the edge of my seat, especially with like the newer scary movies. How they haven't been as scary. This one was like, oh shit, got it, got me here and there. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah, it's because the director, or at least the producer or some shit, was this one dude, uh, Fede Alvarez. This dude made, like, this Evil Dead remake that was pretty fucking fire. He made the Don't Breathe movie with the blind guy walking around the house. So he's got, like, this way of, like, shooting movies that make them look extra creepy. But apparently, like, generally, bro, this movie's, like, hated. I've seen on the ratings on, on, uh, what's it called? On Netflix, yeah, you know, I kind of look at everything. It wasn't rated that good, but to me, it wasn't that bad. It's just like some parts, it was like it really got me, like made me laugh. Like, wow, this nigga's really doing this. Yeah, like right now, bro, they got a thirty-two percent rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, I seen that. I I always do my research on the movies before we watch them, and <clears throat> I always do my research to see what it's about and watch the trailer, read up on it a little bit, so I get a little bit of background and see what it, how other people like it. And this one. I was at the end. I was kind of surprised why people didn't like it because it wasn't a bad movie. It's just some parts really got me. Like, like that are some parts of it was like unrealistic as fuck. It was it was funny. Yeah, like I actually walked away from this going like not bad. But once again, that's because my metric for horror films is uh, the goriness, the graphicness, and shit like that, and like how the kills are done, and like this had some really unique stuff in it. And I never go into a horror film like yo. The story's got to encapsulate me. The characters have got to be well-developed and shit. Like, yeah, of course, that's important. But to me, like, that's not where my metric is. And uh, the story of this one is pretty much like just old man Leatherface. Yeah. Have you seen, like, any of the other ones? No. There's, there's like I've heard about them, and I've watched bits of them. But I haven't said none to watch the whole Texas Chainsaw movie. Like, watch this one. Yeah, there's, like, probably seven of these motherfuckers. Yeah. There's I've... a whole bunch of them. I watched a little bit of, like, you know, and she was looking at the picture of her and her friends. I watched a little bit of that one, just not too much. Yeah, this is a weird, like, because um, pretty much people compare this to, like, Friday the 13th and Halloween yeah. and stuff. Like, he has a slasher. But low-key, this character is different. So, like, at least in the original one, its original movie, it was about a family of cannibals. And this dude just happened to be a part of that family. He was just, like, one aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And low-key, I think he was, like, some type of mentally challenged. So, like, they would make him go and do this shit. Yeah. And uh, he wasn't this, like, evil, I'm trying to hurt people. He worked in, like, a butcher shop. So that's why he wore, like, the apron. And he would, like, put people on meat hooks because that's what he did in the butcher shop, you know? Mm-hmm. And he cut people up, not because he was crazy, because that's what the motherfucker did for work. And uh, people think, like, this dude is the same as, like, Michael Myers or Jason just trying to, you know, hunt people down for the fuck of it. And, yeah, for fun. And low-key, it's just a whole another <laughs> type of villain. But he gets lumped in with them. Yeah. And that's kind of what I think people are mostly uh, mostly upset with, is that's what this movie did, is they kind of turned him into, like, 
just another Jason type motherfucker, you know? It's like a bloodthirsty killer. Yeah. And I think a lot of the audience that doesn't like this also didn't like the characters. They thought they were too, like, hipstery. <clears throat> like, what do you mean? Like, just real, like, uh, modern obnoxious people. Okay, yeah, yeah, like rich people. Like the modern rich people. Yeah, just, like, snobby motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah. You can see, <clears throat> I can see where they're coming from, because the, the, the whole movie, they was throwing a party because they were coming to take over the town and buy it out and sell it to different uh, store and make it like a new generation, like come and take pictures and populate it up with, you know, younger people mm-hmm. and influencers and stuff like that. So I can see why they don't mm-hmm. like it. Have you ever been to Texas before? No. I think I've only been a handful of times, but I've never <coughs> seen the part where it's all like deserty and shit. And it looks yeah. like those old school cowboy movies. Like a ghost town too. Yeah. Like, if it was a Clint Eastwood movie in, like, a previous decade or some shit. <laughs> yeah, like, all older and western. Just, like, a bunch of storefront shops with, like, saloons and shit and fucking sand everywhere. Yeah. That's what threw me off, but, uh. It's a ghost town in the middle of Texas. Mm-hmm. They said the population was only, like, on the sign it said, like, a thousand. A little bit over a thousand. Looked like less than that. Yeah, there was, like, two people in the town. Yeah, so, like, this movie, bro, it, uh, you haven't seen the Halloween remakes, have you? Because you haven't seen a lot of movies. The new Halloween one? Yeah. Yeah, I have seen that one. Where, uh, the girl from the first one's, like, hella old hunting yeah, them down now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this felt like a complete ripoff of that. Yeah, that's what I felt like, and that's why I said, like, at the end of this movie, how it ended, I felt like they were gonna somehow make it a new one, and have the same plot and same everything, just with the, the little girl now. Mm-hmm. So, like, they set it up to where they can make another sequel. Yeah, pretty much. But the weird thing about it, bro, is like in Halloween, Jamie Lee Curtis is the one who plays the the main lady. Mm-hmm. And in this Texas Chainsaw one, the one who played the original girl back in like 74 or 84, whenever the fuck it came out, she died. So it wasn't even the same actress. Yeah, it was a whole different person. It was a whole different person playing uh, the same character, which felt weird. And like, spoiler alert, uh, she comes back. And gets the shit kicked out of her. Like, immediately. <laughs> like, it wasn't even competitive, bro. Like, it was the Globetrotters versus the Washington Generals. <laughs> Leatherface just straight took a dump right on this bitch's soul. <laughs> or, like, did I watch a different movie? No, no, no. No, no, no. I really did. Like, she showed up, put her chest in this nigga's face, and he just straight just kicked her in the nuts. <laughs> Not, like, when she walked into the room and was like, say my name, he just walked right past her. <laughs> That's what <laughs> fucked me up the most. It was like, <laughs> see, he just walked right past you. You didn't even shoot him or nothing. You were too busy trying to hear him say your name, and he just walked right past you like you were nobody. Yeah, because she was even like, you don't remember me? Like, if she was fucked up about it, because she had, like, revolved her whole life around this motherfucker. Around, yeah, I waited 30 years for this. I'm and like, he was just like, okay. It just walked right past, right, right to the, right to go back to the girl. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just yeah, it, that that that's one of the ones that fucked me up. That's the part that fucked me up. That was definitely <laughs> something that I was like, yeah, what was the point? Yeah, like I, I don't know about you, but if you was in that situation, I, the first second I would have got out, it just blew his head off. Cause that the, she would have, she would have still been alive. I'd have went for the dome. If I missed the dome, I'd have hit his legs. Something. I'd have hit something. I wouldn't even give him a chance to get up. Because he just walks to his chainsaw and just keeps keeps going about his day. 
Yeah, that's what's crazy to me about all these like modern day slasher movies is like if you watch the old ones from like the seventies and the eighties, like you watch the original Friday the Thirteenth, the original Halloweens, right? Michael Myers and Jason, they were like five foot eleven, normal built white dudes, like regular ass like everyday Joes. <laughs> and then somewhere in the late eighties, they uh, or even the nineties, bro, they all of a sudden just hit fucking Planet Fitness all at the same time. <laughs> they all grew like six inches. Now they're all like seven feet tall and built like fucking NFL linemen and shit. And now you just stand no chance. Back in the day, I would out of kicked Jason's ass. Pretty much, dog. I would have just kicked his ass. Now he's he's stepping on me before I can even get to him. Nah, bro, he's holding you down and just butt fucking you. And even if I do get him down, he's coming right back up like the Undertaker. <laughs> like <laughs> there ain't nothing you could do. And this movie clearly like. Shows that if you try to hand to hand Leatherface, bro, You're it's not gonna work out. Like, bro, I don't understand how you still live through that fucking uppercut. Like, bro, with the chainsaw. A chainsaw. That uppercut. was the meanest uppercut of the century. Like, I've never seen somebody get uppercut that hard. Yeah, you gotta you gotta follow the zombie land rules, bro. You gotta double double tap. tap. That's why I said I like as soon as she hit him with the chainsaw. I said I don't know why she don't just cut off his head. I'm taking that motherfucking souvenir so I know he's not coming back. Mm-hmm. Bro, I'd have jumped in the air and, like, plunged the chainsaw Man. into his stomach, bro, and just kept on. Kept it there, yeah, just split him in two. Nah. That's just me. I couldn't. That's why I can't. <clears throat> I can't be in a scary movie. I'd ruin the whole plot. Just end it before it starts. Just leave instantly? <laughs> <laughs> you just be in the car, bro, gassing it? Like, nope. That... Yeah, that's that's plan that's plan A. And if I can't get out of there, I'm killing him the first second I get. Like first, I'm stopping the movie before it even starts. Yeah, I'm gonna fucking uh, Call of Duty just camp his ass. Man, go into like a big room. I'm just stare at the fucking door, bro, with a strap, and just be like, "All right." Man, like whenever, like in the movie when he lowered her into the like over by the alley, I I wouldn't even stay. I would stay in the open. I would never go to a secluded area ever, or even chase him i'd wait for him to come back out wasn't that the part where he like ran out of the alley and yeah. she shot and he blocked it with, with the chainsaw? chainsaw yeah like he ran out of there when i'm <laughs> <laughs> he ran out of there like a like a linebacker blitzing through the middle gap bro blocking bullets with his chainsaw no i didn't think he was that fast bro that's a big man to be moving that fast. And then there was another part, dog, where he jumps on the ground and he throws his fucking chainsaw sideways uh, and it slides on the ground and cuts her leg. Yeah, that's why I'm saying this movie was, some of the parts in this movie was fucking me up because he was like a ninja. Like, there was <clears throat> nothing in this world you could do, bro. Like, he was wielding that chainsaw like nobody I've ever, like, ever seen, even in a movie. Bro, he was like Mark Twain painting a fucking <laughs> portrait with that chainsaw. Like if, like if, uh, I, I don't, what's his name? The dude who played uh, Terminator. Arnold Schwarzenegger? If he was, like, that's that's who Leather uh, Leatherface reminded me of in that mm-hmm. movie. Like, just a badass character. Like, there was no way you could defend that at all. He ate, like, 20 shotgun bullets and a, and a chainsaw uppercut. That whole movie. And he still, like, when he came out the water... You know when he was under the water, old girl got out, and he just came up out the water like, mm-hmm. I don't know how he did that. He got superpowers. How many people do you think he killed? Probably <clears throat> just on that bus, I was a cool little 20. At least 20, so like 30 motherfuckers. Yeah. 
but fucking so we jumped way ahead but that's i mean that's kind of the whole purpose of the movie is leatherface yeah but like to get into like the actual start of it so it was about some like young early 20s mid 20s kids yeah it was set in modern day right and they were going to go buy a fucking entire ghost town in texas and uh, right off the flips, the sheriff's department pulls them over, and they were like, yo, you don't belong around here, pretty much, right? Yeah. But then one of the girls was like, no, 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 my family used to be from here and shit, and, you know, welcomed them in. Yeah. And uh, what was it? It was two sisters, and then a white chick and a black guy. Yeah, the white the white chick and the black guy were dating. Yes. And one of the first things that happened when they got there is they saw, like, a Confederate flag. Yeah. And uh, they were like, yo, yo, the Confederate flag has got to go. So that got me thinking, like, what are your feelings towards the Confederate flag? <clears throat> I have I actually been to, a, like, a, a couple of friends' house, and, like, they were throwing a party, and they were not, not racist at all. They but, white dudes? Yeah. But they had Confederate flags in their garage, and I'm like, bro, like, what is that about? Like, they threw parties, and there were, you know, Mexicans, black dudes, white people at this party, and there's a Confederate flag on the wall, and nobody pays no mind to it. And I feel like, honestly, as long as, like, I can see where people are coming from with having the Confederate flag and where it's wrong, too. Like, there's, it's, it could go both ways. So I'm kind of like, it just really depends on the person. Like, if they're really like, I feel like some people are really racist and they they support the Confederate flag for all the wrong reasons. And there's some people that do for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it just depends on the person and their reasoning with uh, supporting the Confederate flag. Yeah. Like me, myself, <clears throat> I would never have a Confederate flag. That's just, that goes against <laughs> my beliefs. As a motherfucker from uh, Kansas, I don't see why you would have one. Yeah, at all. <laughs> I think that's more of like a southern type of deal. And um, nah, man, like I never. I mean, it's hard for us to speak on it though, because like we ask a black dude, clearly they're gonna have different feelings yeah. about it, right? But I mean, even then, there's probably some black people that don't give a fuck about it. There's some black people that probably have Confederate flags. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. I think that it's kind of bad to, like, jump to conclusions the second you see one and just assume, like, because the motherfucker has one, like, ah, it's clearly, you know, a redneck, hates everybody. Because that'd be like, you know what I'm saying, the second someone sees a dude, like, with maybe his pants are a little baggy or some shit, or he's got braids in his hair, like, ah, clearly he's a criminal. Like, no, it's the same fucking concept, right? Yeah. Like, like, it's a whole other culture and you just don't understand it. I've I've had a same similar situation. I had I worked with a dude with a Nazi tattoo, big ass Nazi tattoo on his stomach. That's another thing. And he walking around like like with his shirt off, like like it's okay. But he was just like, "Look, I'm I'm not racist." <laughs> I'm like, "Then why do you have a Nazi, have tattoo? A Nazi tattoo?" He's like, <clears throat> "I honestly don't know why he has a Nazi tattoo. I think it's because he went to jail and he just had to stick up with the <laughs> he had to associate." <laughs> With the right people. He had to be a real one. Yeah, he's had You had to get it covered though the second you get out of prison, bro. Yeah. But like he 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 did he wasn't racist towards Jews or nothing. He just said like for real, I just had to blend in. He said this is for fashion. Like he even makes jokes about it too. Like our boss pulled up and I was like, Hey, you better put a shirt on. He was like, Well, he's not a Jew, is he? 
Hell nah, bro. <laughs> that dude's a savage. But yeah, like I just feel like <clears throat> you can't jump to conclusions. You, like like you said, if somebody has a Confederate flag, then they it just really depends on how they are as a person, their beliefs. Like some people uh, support it for the right reasons, like I said, and some people just are racist. Yeah. I remember I, uh, I dated a girl one time, and uh, her dad had a big Confederate flag tattooed on his arm. First time I went over to meet him, I remember he was outside with a BB gun just shooting fucking cans, I think. I remember <laughs> in my head, I was like, God, oh, this is how I go. <coughs> the Lord yeah. didn't have bigger plans for me. He walked up to the door and said, count your days, boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, <laughs> hell no. Went into his house, and he was watching fucking uh, the news, and Obama was president at the time. I remember he was just saying every fucked up word you could say about black folks. <laughs> and I remember I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you can't really say much. It's an awkward situation. Yeah. And uh, I'm, he didn't say anything. He wasn't rude to me, but I could imagine when I left, the motherfucker was probably going off. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn banner. <laughs> Why you bring that Mexican to my house? I <laughs> saw the couch. <laughs> Same time as the whole house. <laughs> <laughs> like that episode, you see uh, Monsters Inc. when the people came in mm-hmm. in the hazard suits. That's what he did to his house when you left. With the fucking sock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to do a podcast on Monsters Inc. I'll do that one. I got a whole thing for that one. That one fucking goes deep. <laughs> but nah, so they see the Confederate flag and they decide they got to take it down. So they run in the house, right? They think it's all an abandoned town and it turns out it's some bitch's house. Yeah. And they throw her out. She gets pretty much... She has, like, a heart attack almost from them fucking with her, right? Well, she had a heart disease. That's what they said. She had heart disease. Heart disease. And I feel like uh, they kind of put it to where her connection was the house. And that when she left the house, she just died. She didn't have no, nothing else to live for. Mm-hmm. She, she lived for the house and her son. Or the last or, uh, foster kid that was there she she said she said he had special needs and she he needed to be taken care of so i feel like that was her will for living was to take care of him make sure he's all right in that house and so whenever she got separated from the house and you know everything she had left she just went mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh so right off the bat they kind of paint those kids to be assholes yeah and that's important because remember um, when we did the VHS podcast at the beginning, they had those uh, investigators or whatever, and I said they're showing them to be assholes. Yeah. And the reason being is fucked up things are going to happen to these kids, and they want you to understand there's a reason why fucked up things are happening. So this movie did do that part. But it got a little bit mixed because then he started killing everybody. Yeah, and then, like, <clears throat> you could see the girl, the uh, one of the sisters, the older one, you could tell she felt bad, and she her whole perspective viewed when she got the text that that girl died, mm-hmm. and so she started <coughs> feeling bad, and because right off flip, she you could tell she was bothered by it because she didn't feel it was right to throw this old lady out of her house, yeah, without proof that you know it's your house, and that's why she got to live at the end of it, and but at the same time, do you understand how like that gets confusing in a movie though? When it's like, all right, these people did something to this guy, so there was a reaction to it. So, okay, I get why they're dying. But then when he kills everybody on the bus, that's when it's kind of like, oh, damn, no, he's an asshole. Yeah. The the signals get mixed. And I think that's a big part of why people didn't like this movie is they get kind of 
it was like, well, why is he murdering fucking the entire universe now? I thought he was just fixated on these kids. Yeah, he I'm like, yeah, like you said, he had perfect reason, like not not to kill anybody, but he. It, I, it was understandable. Yeah, it was a yeah, like you separated my mom from her house and she died, so now I'm gonna kill all you. And uh, another thing, bro. So like the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, I think it was from '74. Yeah, 1974. So it's 2022. That is uh, 26 plus 22 is... I feel like I'm fucking that math up. 26 plus 22. 48. 48. So that means he was like in his 20s in the first movie. So that means he would have been like bare minimum, bro. Late 60s, early 70s. It was the same guy? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, it's this dude right here. So he's in his seventies running like that. Yes. That's crazy. Like he's, the way he was running in the movie, I could tell he was unfit. Cause you could tell how he was running, but that's how he ran the guy. first one, bro. Yeah, he's a bigger guy. He was sprinting with the chainsaw. A big fucking three hundred pound, you know, six foot yeah. two motherfucker. In this movie he was like nine feet, it looked like, but he was hella big in this movie. He had a belly on him too, so I know that was Ah, bro, he was he was represented for the big boys. Man, you can tell under that under that apron he wore, you can tell he had a beer belly. Bro, I could play Leatherface for Halloween. <laughs> like, that, that's my next uh, costume, I think, dog. Just so I could buy the fake chainsaw. <laughs> I was born to play that. <laughs> but uh, fucking nah, dude. Yeah, the the sheriff lady. There was she was a young girl. He was older than her in the fucking original one. Mm-hmm. So you saw she looked like she was about a hundred. So yeah. That was another like part of disbelief where it was like, nah, that didn't add up. Yeah, that uh, that that that's crazy. I didn't know that was the same dude. Mm-hmm. And then uh, so then he rides in the ambulance with his mother, and she dies in the fucking ambulance, right? Mm-hmm. And this is probably one of the cooler parts of the movie, bro. Is where he loses his shit, and he grabs the cop's fucking arm oh, and yeah. snaps his fucking arm where the bones out, and he just. <laughs> Sticks it in his neck. Yeah. That Bro, was, that was one of the dopest things I've seen in a minute. My exact words was, no fucking way. That was the exact, that's all I could say. My rea- my exact reaction was, no fucking way. There's no way he did this. Like, once that happens, dog, that literally, as soon as he did that, I was like, oh, yeah, nobody in the world could beat this guy. Uh, man. And then, right, coincidentally, right after he did that, the gun, the, gu- the other gun shot and hit the other dude in the head. Exactly. And that's why the car wrecked, right? Yeah. Like what the fuck? He just he just killed two birds with one stone. Literally, he killed this dude and made him shoot his partner. And then that was the part where after the car crashed and the girl's pretending to be asleep, it? and uh, she sees him in the background uh, dragging the old lady out of the van and cutting her face off. Yeah. So like before you saw this, did you like understand that's what like the main guy from the Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre's like thing is? Yeah. Is he wears people's faces. Yeah, that's why they call him Leatherface. Yeah, I, like I, I like looked it up and you know, like yeah, I said, yeah. I did my research before I watched it, just to get a little background. So I'm not going in there like, what the fuck's happening? Mm-hmm. I always do my little research, whatever. So I knew what he, I knew what he was doing, and I was like, there's no fucking way he's about to do this. Shit, bro, you know he's based off a real person. Are you for real? Yeah, I didn't know that. So when the movie came out in 1974, right? This movie, the poster says based on true, based on a true story, That's based crazy. on real events. That's completely made up. It's not a real thing. There was never uh, a family in Texas. I was about to say. There was never a dude who wore people's faces with a chainsaw, bro. I promise you. I was about to say that's fucked up. 
No, nah, but what it was is it is based on a guy. This dude named uh, Ed Gein. I don't know if you ever heard of that serial killer's name. He was this dude. Uh, I'm making up the time frame. He was this guy from a long time ago. And he uh, he had this like weird thing with his mom, I think. Where she was like real abusive to him and shit. In 1957. So in the 50s. And uh, they think that he might have been, like, uh, like trans. Because he would, like, dress up in, like, women's clothing and shit. Yeah. But because it was the 50s, right, and nobody was accepting that shit, he would, uh, he was a grave robber. He'd dig up bodies in cemeteries of old women, big-ass women. And he would take their remains, and he would, like, cut their skin off and shit and make himself, like, women's suits. What the fuck? Like a woman's bodysuit, and then he'd put on, like, you know, his mom's clothes and shit. What the fuck? <laughs> I've never heard of this. Yeah, and I think he uh, he killed, like, two or three ladies, I think, and he did that to him. He'd fucking kill them and take their bodies, and he had, like, a whole shrine of body parts all over his crib. He'd use, like, different parts of the body for, like, furniture, lampshades. He had, like, a whole fucking, like, a wallet with, like, just, like, somebody's nipple or something on it, like, sewed into it. Oh, fuck. A fucking coffee cup with somebody's skull. And, yeah, this is a real guy. I didn't know that. Yeah, did all types of, like, crazy shit. Oh, here we go. Here's the searching his house. Authorities found human bones and fragments. A wastebasket made of human skin. Human skin covering several chair seats, skulls on his bedposts, female skulls, some with the top sewn off, bowls made from skulls, corset made from a human torso, leggings made from human leg skin. Fuck no. Like, imagine, bro, you're in the 1950s and you're a cop and you've got this guy, like, arrested. He's at the police station and you're just going to go check on his house to look for, like, a dead body. And you open the door. Boom. I wouldn't know what to say, bro. I I that couldn't even imagine up, drinking from a f- from a skull, <clears throat> from a skull, from somebody's skull. Like this was a whole person. You just decapitated them and using their skull as a as a cup. That's nuts. Yeah. So that's who Leatherface was inspired by. Whoever made this movie, you need help. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because that's what the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre was. It was about the family. And the family had, like, weird shit like that, like bones and weird-ass furniture and shit all over the place. It's weird. Which is why I think people are upset that you would never have gathered that from this movie we just watched. Uh Uh-uh. None of that is brought up. He just cuts somebody's face off for no reason and wears it. Yeah. The one part was, remember... uh. In the cornfield or wherever they were, or that flower field, he yeah. had set his mom up in some like weird ass. That's post. what I was just about to say. That he was like the one reference to the old movie because there was shit like that in the movie. He set her up on the haystack, like with her face off, just sitting there, like, <laughs> like how I'm sitting right now, just like this with her face off. She was. If crazy. I seen that, that that scarred me for life. Mm-hmm. But no, so they crash the van, cuts off the mom's face. And here was something I didn't like personally. I didn't like his mask. I didn't either. It didn't look like any of the other movies. I didn't like I didn't I didn't like it in general. Just like I feel like it could have been more uh scary. Yeah, cuz a lot of people said he looked like the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> 
don't even know if you know who that is. It sounds funny. It's this like it's like a melted face. Like if someone dropped fucking like uh like if he got like toxic sludge melt melted on his face. That's more or less what it looked like. Yeah. Because he was it just, bald and yeah, shit. It, just, it didn't look scary <coughs> at all. Mm-mm. It's just his character was scary. That's it. The actor, and he was so big and shit in it. And it's nothing you could do to stop him. That's the only thing that scared me. Like, his his appearance, with, and he got a big-ass chainsaw. That's about it. Mm-hmm. But his face wouldn't get me. So, like, <laughs> who's this clown? Like, when he got on the bus, and everybody was like, oh. Like laughing at him and shit until they were like, "Oh shit!" Until they knew it was real. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Bro, how about when he goes back to his crib and he pulls his chainsaw out of the wall like fucking John Wick? Uh, yeah, I when they, whenever he was doing, I was like, "What the fuck?" Is, I knew he was getting something, but I didn't think he was getting a chainsaw. He had a chainsaw like just for this event. <laughs> Bro, in just in case of an emergency, he had a, like a little hammer and it was like break this for emergencies. Yeah, like I was like, I knew I knew he was getting something, but I didn't know what he was getting. And when I said chainsaw, I was like, "There's no fucking way." You're like, "Oh, that's why it's called the Texas Chainsaw I th- Massacre." I thought he was getting like I thought he was gonna get like uh. Like a like a uh, a gun or something, you know, like John Wick. Mm-hmm. But now he's pull out a big ass chainsaw. <laughs> what the fuck? You got this special chainsaw made just for this event. Mm-hmm. This movie might have the most like literal title of all time. Like it's in Texas. He has a chainsaw and there's a massacre. <laughs> and that's pretty much like every movie. Yeah, I feel like this. Like that's one thing I did say. Like this movie is just like exactly like like the. Friday the 13th movie, it's the same exact plot, just different people. Pretty much, right? It's a guy on Friday the 13th, and he's going to kill people. Halloween, yeah, the Halloween. dude on Halloween. And he's going to kill He's gonna kill people. There's going to be a lot of blood. Yeah, that's that's one of the reasons why like I don't get the criticism all that much, because like, what do you expect at this point? Yeah, you know it's going to happen. You know the whole plot of the movie. You just don't know how it's going to happen. <laughs> and so, like... And then when he gets back to the town, he starts just, like, murking everybody. Kills the black dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right after that wreck, he went right back to the town. Right right after the wreck, that's the first place he went. So I already knew he was going to go right back to the house because that's exactly what his mom said was stay out of my room. I think he went in her room, didn't he? Yeah. Started playing with makeup and shit. Yeah. Put her, he put her face on and started putting makeup on, on the mm. over the face. I'm like, bro, what? It's just disturbing, bro. <laughs> that's, that's what's crazy is there's probably people that really would do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. A lot of weird stories out there like that, man. Yeah. Nah, but before that even, dude, so there was, like, some uh, some Texan guy. I almost want to say, like, some redneck dude, but we don't know he was a redneck. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? The mechanic? <coughs> the one? Yeah, yeah. It's right at the beginning. That's another reason why people didn't like the characters was one of the girls was like, that guy has a gun on his hip. Yeah. Somebody say, small dick alert. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, a lot of motherfuckers are like, oh, they hate guns. Fuck these kids. Yeah. But, like, low-key, bro, if you don't grow up around straps and stuff, like, I could see why you think something like that. Yeah, they're, they're all, you could tell by the by the way they are that they're they were grown up privileged. Mm-hmm. And so they're not used to that. They would, like, say, like, we go somewhere, we should do with a gun on this hip. We know he's just protecting himself. But like he even said, you got to what he said something about. Uh, no, he said something about why he had like something about 
protecting himself or something like that. Or he said something at the gas station. Mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly what he said. But, like, they'd never understand that. Yeah, he said there's feral hogs out here, so yeah. you got to protect yourself. Yeah, that's what he said. Something like that. I knew he said something like that. So, pretty much, he was, that was just him saying, like, you're being ignorant right now. Yeah. Which is ironic, because they were thinking he was ignorant. And that's just the whole thing that people, for some reason, really judge these characters on. Yeah. Like, I've seen all kinds of memes, bro, about how, like, motherfuckers hated the chick with, like, the curly-ass hair. Yeah. How she's, like, one of the worst characters in, like, horror movies. And, like, she went hard at the end with the chainsaw, bro. Yeah. She, I think at the beginning, <laughs> her character just took a while to get progressively more uh, cool. Yeah, I think that was, like, growth, which is what made what happened at the very end all the more strange. Yeah. Like, because remember, she's making fun of the dude for his gun. At the end, she picks up the AR, I think. Or no, she has the no, shotgun. No, she, no, no, she didn't. She didn't. Uh, she didn't get the gun at all. It was the other. It was her sister that had the shotgun. No, her sister has the AR. Remember, like she's gonna fucking. Oh wait, no, no, no. The sister has the AR, and it the, the it safety's not on or some shit. No, she didn't have no bullets in there. Yeah, she get, it, it, like, click, click, click. And she gets bailed out by the old lady. Remember? Yeah. But fucking, we'll get there. So this is the part where Leatherface fights the mechanic, dude. And, uh, like, that was what confused me is, right, they set this dude up because he was a good moral character. Yeah. Because he was neutral. He was in between. He was like, these kids are kind of annoying. They shouldn't be getting fucked up, though. But he also felt bad for the old lady. Yeah, because he ended up taking their keys. Yeah. So it makes you think, like, all right, him and the girl who's, like, uh, him and the main girl have, like, kind of a, r- a rapport, right? Yeah. And it's like, all right, those two are probably going to make it to the end. But then, my boy gets his shit also fucked up. But I thought he was going to be the one to save them all. I thought he was going to be the big badass character to take down Leatherface. I, that's how I thought at the beginning, like, whenever he was in the town, I was like, oh, then they introduced him at the gas station, made that little coincidence, whatever. And now I get here, I think he's going to be the one to save them all. He goes, man, and gets fucked up. He gives him a run for his money, but, like, seeing that scene is one of the moments where it's like, oh, yeah, Leatherface would fuck me up, too. Yeah. <laughs> like, I had no chance. This dude, like, that that was not a small dude, either. He had uh, guns, too, but I just don't understand why he why he didn't, like, slide the gun over the, over the old girl or something. Like, I try to help her out some way, set her up, because I'm already dead. Shit, bro. Whenever he, because he fought Leatherface with a sledgehammer, right? Or Leatherface no, had a sledgehammer. Sledgehammer, yeah. That's how. That's the only reason he like won so quickly is because he hit him in the leg with that when sledgehammer. Snap back, dog. Snap backwards. I was like, that was ooh. nasty, dog. That's one of them like one of them like scenes in the movie like that's like, ooh, that shit would really hurt if that happened to me. Remember though, he kept fighting him with his leg fucked up. Like he, he like, drove ran him backwards. Him. Yeah, he drove him backwards into the window, and that's what. Bro, that happens to my legs. I'm just on the ground, and yeah, that's it. Like, like I'm good. Right. Like you killed me. Put me on. Make it. Make it. Make it stop hurting. Kill me. And then he just smashed that nigga's face in, didn't he? Into the window, into the glass, just right to the side of the knees. Like, like this, he just felt the blood. As soon as as soon as his neck hit that window, he said, and just <laughs> fell to the ground. Mm-hmm. Nah. But if I was that girl and I seen Leatherface just do that to the, the, that dude, I'd already know I was dead. I'd have lived under that dude's bed forever. I wouldn't have gone nowhere. Yeah, I would have. Hey, I would have. She was, she was bold for making that getaway. 
Because as soon as she got down to the end of the stairs, because after they got done fighting, she grabbed the keys, made her run, like, got down to the end of the stairs, and she looked back up, and he's just up there. Bro, yeah, yeah, because that's the part where he was putting on, like, makeup and shit, right? Yeah, and then, no, 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 he was he was in his room, and she, uh, she was in uh, his mom's room, and then... That's, That's when the she part was crawling around on the stairs, right? She went downstairs and then he looked back up and he was at the top of the stairs. That That's when he the threw the fucking parts, bro. He threw the fucking sludge hammer down the stairs, bro, and fucking like like Thor, you know, hit her in her chest, right? Yeah, Boom. right through the floorboard too. That that was one of the scariest parts of the movie because she was trying to be real quiet and she like climbed over the rail mm-hmm. and like landed real softly at the bottom of the steps. Looks up and he's just staring at just, her. And I remember I was like, yo, I was like. I was, sitting, I was like, fuck. And then next thing, he's just fucking Thor and just throws that uh, sledgehammer right at her chest. I forgot about that, dog. I was like, I was like, yo, there's no fucking way. Because that's the, that was the first thing that he did in the movie that was like, what the fuck? Bro, that's really who he was. He was like Thor with his hammer, with that chainsaw, and with hammers. Yeah, like, with, then I seen that part, I was like, what the? I was like, there's, there's, no, there's no stopping him. He's unstoppable. Right mm-hmm. there is when I would have just been like, kill me. I wouldn't have got up from that floor. Bro, he was like one of those uh, fucking uh, trick shot guys that you see like videos of. <laughs> yeah. Like he just, every, he nails every single one of them, bro. <laughs> he he does got not style miss. points, dog. Yeah, he got aimbot and everything. Like he walks out of his house every day with a little wad of paper and just fucking like <laughs> flicks his wrist, bro. Bro, that, that was nuts. I, that part threw me off. Bro, the whole movie was like that. He was just constantly doing these like Matrix shit, like mm-hmm. just some unseen ever before. Like, he had the cheat codes and nobody else did. Yeah, he was in God mode that whole movie. Yeah, so after, because that's when he's chasing around under the floorboards and shit. And yeah, with the chainsaw and cutting through the ground. That That's that's like, I ain't never had anxiety so much for a character in a movie. Like, I was scared for her. Mm-hmm. And that's why some of, the, some of the parts in this movie, that's what made me like this movie so much is, like, it made me, like, on the edge of my seat. It really was, like, it was, like I said, it was well done, I think. Mm-hmm. At least the scary parts. Yeah. There were some unrealistic parts, but in all, like, overall, I don't see why this, like, movie got so much hate. I think a lot of people legit just saw, like, the characters and, like, I think that this, like, whole, our whole culture has gotten so, like, politicized that the second you see motherfuckers talking about, like, any kind of, like, woke shit, they just check out. Like, because the scene we're about to talk about where Leatherface gets on the bus. Yeah. And uh, the first thing that happens is motherfuckers pull out their phones. And one of the dudes goes, do something and you're canceled, bro. Yeah. And, like, for some reason, that just pissed so many people off. <laughs> that got me, too, because I was like, bro, he don't give a fuck. He don't care. You think he can, he's even on social media? Like, don't get me wrong. That was a lame-ass line, dog. But, like, I moved past it, man. <laughs> Like, they, that was the part that set up, like, this, what I want to talk about is, like, how all the modern slashers now are, like, the girl from Kill Bill. Yeah. Like, where they just take on, like, 30 motherfuckers at the same time. <laughs> that whole scene on the bus fucked me up, though. I'm not even gonna lie. That whole scene just got me. Because you, like, it just was, like, unrealistic. Because if I'm on a bus and I see somebody come through and he's standing right there, you see how they're all just th- patting on the window. Oh, trying just, to run from him? Yeah, just trying to run, like you're not gonna get out through the window. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, he's gonna more than likely kill you, but then still, like, fucking, 
at some point, you got to realize, like, I'm going to grab this nigga's left arm. Yeah. Hopefully, somebody else grabs his right arm. Somebody grabs his leg and just starts If all 20 of y'all just bum-rushed him, he's only killing about five of y'all. He might kill the first two or three, and then once the rest of you fall on him, somebody just snatches the chainsaw from him. But even then, like, he caught a dude and broke his fucking arm. So, like, if he grabs you, bro, that's it. Yeah, but he can't grab everybody at once. I just, like... Get just like try to everybody just team up. Yeah, some of us are gonna die, but that's the risk we're gonna have to take. We're gonna die either way. Yeah. So either some of y'all sacrifice your life and just be a hero, or we're all gonna die. I think that's the problem. Is nobody wants to be a hero. Everybody just wants to live. Mm-hmm. In that situation, I I I bum rush. I literally just have to run towards them. Yeah, because I mean, what are you gonna do? Just stand on the wall and wait to get fucking chainsawed? knock on the window, hope somebody comes open that mug from the outside, like. I don't understand what they was doing at all. Like, oh, girl, you can see, oh, girl got smart and tried to run out the window. Even then, he just cut her body in half. Shit, that happens in real life, though, bro. Because one time I was on this, like, weird website, like, uh, death videos and shit. Yeah. And I seen a video of a guy who went into, like, a mosque and just shot up a fucking mosque, right? You know what a mosque is? No. It's uh It's like a church, but for, like, Muslim people, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way this fucking uh, mosque was set up was it was T-shaped. And there was no exits. So you walk in a hallway and then it T shapes one big ass room, no exits. So this nigga's walking up the hallway just dumping on people, boom, 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 with his rifle with the GoPro on. And then he walks into the opening of the hallway where it's like this, just one big room. Everybody went into a corner. 30 people on one side, 20 people on the other side, bro, like flies, just smashed up in a corner, just laying on top of each other, bro, just waiting to get dumped on. See, I don't know did, why bro. people would just stand there, like and like that. Really, just wait for you to be killed, and like how you're saying, it's easy for us to go, like, yeah, we'd rush at him, but if everybody's scared, bro, and you're the only guy running at him, yeah, you don't stand a chance. You're just gonna be the first one to get shot, yeah, in that specific situation. But in this movie, like how you said, dog, it's such a narrow thing. Like, yeah, no other choice. Yeah, there's no way. Like, first of all, that has to be a fire hazard. <laughs> one exit that has to be a fire hazard. At that point, I'm trying to go through a wall. I am busting out a window, bro. Yeah. Like, I don't under, like, I just don't, didn't understand that part of the movie. I'm like, why are y'all just letting him just do this? Like, and me, even if we was in, if I was in that building, I'm not going down without a fight. So if he kills me while I'm rushing at him, I'm just ending it quickly. I'm not waiting for my death. I'm not sitting here waiting five seconds for my turn to get shot. I jump to the front of the line because I'm not about to lay, sit here and That's watch all y'all get laid out and then be. I'm going to at least go try to save my life. If not, because I know none of y'all are going to save my life, so I'm going to try to do it myself. And if I fail, then I'm already dead. I ain't got to watch nobody else die. That's what's scary about the chainsaw, bro. It's like, what are you going to do? Grab his chainsaw? (laughs) You can't do it. It's like a lightsaber, bro. (laughs) You can't grab the end because you grab the end, your arm's gone. You grab his, you try to grab the handle where it is. He's probably just going to fucking tilt it. Yeah, right at, yeah. I, there's nothing you can do, but at the same time, you're not just going to sit there and just... Say you jump at his legs, bro. He points it down. Like, it's a big-ass <laughs> fucking yeah, chainsaw. Yeah, it's like, it's like this big. You're not dodging this in a narrow-ass bus. Oh, that'd be so fucked. Bro, I, I couldn't be in this situation. See, I never even... Like, why are y'all waiting in the bus? As soon as the bus stopped, I'm getting out and running. Like, that's my first thought. When that dude's head came in the door, I was like, yeah, this is about to go down. I, that's when I would have just took off. 
This is also why we bring straps everywhere. Man, like anytime I go out of town, bro, I got it. Yeah, like they was making fun of that dude with the gun on his hip, and I bet they wish they had one right there. Bro, my girl always asks me too, cause like whenever we went out of town, I throw my fucking my gun in the trunk. She's mm-hmm. always like, "Why are you bringing that?" And I'm like, "You never know. You never know. If you could be out of town and just be at the wrong place at the wrong time, and shit's about to go down." That's right. You rather have it and not need it than need it and not have it. Exactly. Yeah. I wasn't sure if I was saying that right. That's why I paused. I was yeah. Like, Yo. <laughs> I was like, I'm glad you finished that, cause I got <laughs> lost in for a second. No, but after that, that's uh. After the bus scene, that's whenever the old lady, comes old lady in, right? came back in. And she just, bro. <laughs> I thought she was about to, hey, by the way she locked him in the car, I thought she was about to get right to business. I thought she was going to do work, bro. But nah, she went to go talk to the old boy, and that's whenever he walked right past her. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she shot him like one time, right? She had to have hit him at least once. Whenever he was at the window, because as soon as he walked past her, he went straight to the car. And broke out the window and grabbed the 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 little sister, the younger one, and that's when she shot him the first time. Yeah, and then he put his chainsaw directly into her stomach and picked her up in the air like ten feet. Yeah, that was nuts. That was nasty. Like, he, and she still lived. Like, the people in this movie didn't die, and that's what like that's one of the unrealistic parts. Like, even when the first dude died, the black dude. He got cut in the neck, and he gets up and walks outside and then dies outside. Oh, he got his whole face cut open. Yeah, from, like. From jaw to ear. Yeah, like, and then, yeah, like, that's, and he got up and walked out the house. I mean, you can do that, bro. Like, there's been people who've, like, shot themselves in the dome and, like, walked away. Yeah, I've, I, yeah. It's all about just luck, I guess, bad luck. Yeah, but I, and then the chainsaw to the stomach, though? That to the stomach, though, no, no. Bro, that shit's like mixed. She was tiny, you're tiny. Like me as a bigger dude, maybe that could happen and I could before I bleed out I could be conscious. But like if you're a small person, bro, yeah, she was that like chainsaw's five, hitting five. everything, bro. She was like five five, maybe hundred and forty pounds max, old lady. Getting lifted in the air like ten feet with by a chainsaw. Yeah, there's no chance our organs weren't missed. Yeah, she 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 should have been dead. Mm-hmm. But no, she didn't die. Until after she shot him a couple more times. Yeah, but then after that, the uh, I keep wanting to just call them the twins, bro, because they look relatively the same. Yeah. I mean, one had, like, the, the curls and one didn't. Yeah, That's one about the only difference. <laughs> Literally. And uh, they fought Leatherface. They won. And this is kind of the part where we, like, saw them doing, saw him doing some, like, trick shot shit. No, like, that was crazy. Where he like launched his fucking chainsaw, like he did it like the fucking bullet. You know those uh, fucking fireworks that you light and they start going everywhere on the ground, like the jumping ones, and they start lighting up and uh-huh. they blast off in the air. When he threw his chainsaw on the ground, that's what it reminded me of. Like when it starts spinning and shit. Mm-hmm. That's I was like, there's no way he's about to hit this because as soon as he like start throwing, like he like was about to throw it, I was like, there's no way he's about to throw this chainsaw. Bro, have you ever used a chainsaw? No, like not a big one, but a little one, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm assuming they're all the same. You have to hold a trigger to make it fucking saw. Yeah. So once he throws it, wouldn't it just be a saw? Couldn't it just just idle, idly running? I mean, maybe spinning. it would have like hit her leg, but I don't think it would cut her leg, right? Yeah, it it would it would have cut her by just like stabbing her, but I don't think it would have cut it off or nothing. Mm-mm. 
That's what I thought of when he threw it. I was like, okay, yeah, he threw it, but it shouldn't, it shouldn't still be sawing. But I think it's a movie. Of course, there's going to still be sawing. Of course. <laughs> it's Leatherface's chainsaw, bro. That's what my girl said. It's like, Maybe he ghetto rigged it, you know? Yeah, put a zip tie on the trigger and made it constantly. He's <laughs> <laughs> always fucking sawing. <laughs> Something, bro. But nah. Bro, he was, a smart, he was smart, though. Because, like, in that scene, you could see how... The, I think that battle was set up perfectly, like, when they were fighting him. I don't think it could have been any different. Like, bet it would have it wouldn't have been any better because he outsmarted her <clears throat> by putting the chainsaw with that cardboard cutout, mm-hmm. and like he was standing there with the chainsaw on him, and she seen it, she's like, "Oh fuck!" And that's when he tackled her into the water. Every time, be- bro, because of the way they started the movie, where he snapped the dude's arm with his hand, I felt like anytime he touched anybody, that should have been it. So, like you said, he tackled her into the water and she got away. The dude with the fucking bear grip. Yeah, like, first of all, I thought whenever he took her under the water, I thought he was just going to drown her. Like, okay, he could, like, there's nothing he can't do, so I wouldn't be surprised if he could breathe underwater. He's going to hold her under there until she stops breathing and then come up. Motherfucker is Aquaman, bro. Man, because he's had, he was, like, unlike unrealistically strong because uh-huh. like like i said how he just came up out that water he like like that uh jennifer's body movie where uh-huh. he like levitate or she levitated up at the water that's what it looked like when he came out i was like bro you thought he was just gonna come out with blonde hair like goku bro yeah like he really did like he just jumped up out of there like how do you jump up out of some water like that shit man i mean yeah it was kind of like expected that like he wouldn't really die because even on the part when the sister, like, uppercutted him with a chainsaw, I even thought, I was like, that was hard. Like, it looked hard cinematically, but at the same time, I was like, I don't think that did it. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I wasn't convinced it killed him either. But I was like, at the, like uh, after the battle and shit, when they went back to the car, I was like, maybe he is dead. Mm-hmm. Bro, how crazy was it at the end of the movie when they got in the car, and it was a fucking smart car, and they, uh, or, like, or was it a Tesla? It was a Tesla. And they hit self-drive mode. And I was like, oh, that's fancy. That's cool. And I would have never thought, like, that's the reason why they did it was because, you know, he snatched that bitch out of the car. And she couldn't stop at all. And the car couldn't be stopped. She's, like, in the sunroof, right? Just like, (laughs) no. No. (laughs) And the motherfucker just saws that bitch's head off, bro. And at the end, he does that ninja shit with his fucking chainsaw again. Well, that's a, that's a callback to the original movie. That's how the original movie ends with him, like, just swinging the chainsaw in the middle of the road. And her, was, her, was her head on the end of that one, too? No. At the end, because in the original movie, the, the old lady, she escapes their family. And he's, like, chasing her down a road until she hops in somebody's truck. And, uh, like, he just, like, chainsaws the side of the truck when they're driving. And they get away. And she's just, like, laughing and screaming as the truck's driving away with the camera on her. And he's just swinging his chainsaw in the middle of the road, pissed off that she got away. So that's why that's why in the remake, the camera's on her screaming as the car's driving away. As yeah. he cut her sister's head off, though, this time he's swinging the chainsaw again. Oh, that's tight. That's fire, though. Yeah, I mean, I see, I didn't watch the original one, so I would have never known that. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's actually tight. That's a cool-ass callback. Yeah. But, uh, nah, dude, I didn't see that coming at all. No, I didn't either, because <clears throat> whenever they got in the car, I was like, yeah, this is the end of the movie. It's going to, you know, they killed him. And next thing I know, old girl gets snatched out of the car, and I'm like, what the fuck? 
and my uh my little cousin was watching it with with me too and uh he walked out right before uh the two sisters fight leatherface and he's like oh i can't watch these people die I'll be back. And he comes back at the end of the movie. I'm like, bro, you just missed the most savage ending ever. Mm-hmm. We 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 rewatch it, rewind it for him to watch it. He was like, he was like, what? I can't believe I watched. I walked out on this. Like it was it was it was a crazy ending. Mm-hmm. It looked good as fuck, bro. That's why I said I don't I don't see why it got so much hate. It was a good overall movie. Like especially lately, like like I said, the I feel like directing and the production of movies haven't been as great lately. And this one just kind of was better yeah like i said i think it's just all political Mm -hmm. i think a lot of motherfuckers just get like mad like the second you see any type of like modern day slang and shit especially for a netflix movie though too like this was a netflix movie am i wrong like yeah this was only on netflix or a netflix original type like i think it was a good movie especially for netflix because i feel like the only movies that's been decent lately are the ones in the movie theater and this one was a Netflix movie, and it was actually good. Yeah, I don't know why I thought it was a TV show the first time I saw it. Because that's all Netflix puts out. So I was it's like, Netflix, show. I was like, oh, it's a TV show? Uh, I'll wait. And somebody was like, nah, it's a fucking movie. And that's when I hit you up. I was like, oh, bro, let's do this. That's why I said, I was like, oh, I actually wanted to watch it. Because I've seen it on my uh, on the suggestions. It's been suggested for me. And I just never clicked on it, and I've been wanting to watch it. But like I said, I haven't had much time to be watching movies. And so whenever you sent it to me, I was like, all right, bet. Yeah, I've been waiting to watch this. So it gives me a, makes me sit down and have time to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what would you rate it? Overall, out of what? One to six. I think overall, I say about four and a half. Or f- no, I say a five. I say a five. Ooh, my boy dealing out his first five. Hell yeah. I say a five because, like I said, I liked it. I like the 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 graphics and the like how when he came down to kill people, he was really savage about it. And I just like how his character was low key OP as fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like he's over here throwing chainsaws and shit. Like, I I I liked it. It kept me intrigued. Okay, but well what are some things that you didn't like about the movie? I didn't like Let me see. There was there was little I didn't like, but the stuff that I didn't like was big. Hold on. Let me let me let me think on that. Let me come back to it. Right. So for me, right? Like pretty much we're both saying we really fuck with the visuals heavy. Mm-hmm. I think visuals alone, bro, and because of the graphicness of the kills and stuff, for me personally, like I said, for my rating system, I would go four. Mm-hmm. But, like, if we're going to really, if I wanted to really, really break this shit down, uh, like I said, as part as being part of a bigger story, being the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, compared to the old one, and in terms of, like, continuity, the story made no sense. Mm-hmm. Like, in... The whole fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre series, they've changed this dude's name like three times. He was Tommy, fucking Jedediah, fucking Eugene, I think. All types of weird shit. They can't get this dude's like character right. And this then it shows in this because they don't mention his family. Did you watch the post credit scene? Mm-mm. There's a post credit scene where he's walking up to the house from the original movie. That's that's pretty much all it was. And uh so there might be a sequel revolving around his house now. 
But uh, yeah, it's just uh, it didn't mention his family. That fucked me up. That kind of took me out of it a little bit. Uh, the story bringing back the final girl from the original one that didn't make any sense. Didn't add anything. And uh, the character development wasn't really all there because like there was a whole other plot with the sister, the youngest one, where she was like in a school shooting. I think. Mm-hmm. Did they bring that up more, or was it just one scene? It was every now and then, like when she was shooting the gun, she kind of got PTSD. When she was laying there on the ground, she kind of like, like when they were fighting him and her her sister jumped on the back, it kind of like cut and kind of like flashed back to when she was laying on the ground at the school. So it kind of mentioned it like through, I want to say like three times. I like showed it like her PTSD from the school and she mentioned uh, when they were in the car, she mentioned that. She said, I should have died back at the school and now death followed me here. So, like, they mentioned it a few times and had flashbacks a couple times. So, was that, like, the point of it? Was that, like, she felt like she couldn't do anything during the school shooting? So, that's why she had to do something there, I'm guessing. Uh, when she was fighting Leatherface? Yeah. I No, I, yeah, I think, I think that might have been what they were trying to portray or that she felt bad that she could or that she felt like it was death following her so she had to do something about it because she felt like she was supposed to die that day at the school and she didn't Mm -hmm. that's kind of what it because she said that in the movie too so i think that's what they were trying to put like she felt it was her fault that this was happening yeah yeah i think that's part another reason why people like didn't care for this movie bro is because the messages got mixed up like at the start of the movie, you know, they're making fun of dude for having a gun, but at the end of it, it was like, oh, wait, no, we need guns, though. Yeah. Or do we? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we, there's no clear, like, message that makes sense. Yeah. And the guns didn't work, so they didn't use guns at the end. Yeah. Like like I said, the things that I didn't like about the movie was big. Like, uh, just, like, predictable parts, like, what were going to happen. Like, at the beginning, I knew who was going to be Leatherface. When they're on the bus, I knew coincidentally the bus was going to break down. Like, just little stuff like that. And, like, when I said they were on the bus and stuff, and nobody tried to even fight him. Like, there was nothing they could do. They were all sitting there like little helpless people that were just going to die anyways. Yeah. Like, I just think, like, some of the some of the uh, kills shouldn't have been as easy for him, if that makes sense. Thank you for just saying. It was almost too predictable. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason that I didn't give it a six. Cause I, like I said, I liked it. I liked the graphics and everything. I just didn't like how easy the kills were. Yeah, and I think for horror movies, bro, I don't think, like, I think people dive too deep into, like, characters and shit. Mm-hmm. Like, at the end of the day, it's basically all a simulation. They just put Leatherface in there, and these are all just obstacles he's knocking over. <laughs> like, that's more yeah. or less all it is. Yeah. And I feel like this movie did it well. So, like I said, my rating, I think I said four. Mm-hmm. And you're five. Yeah. So, yeah, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I liked, I, I liked it a little more than the other movies. But now, cannibalism in modern fucking day America. This is crazy. So, this is the one that stuck out to me when I was looking at this list. Omaima Nelson. An Egyptian-born former model moved to the United States in the late 80s in an effort to discover means to live a posh SoCal lifestyle. After relocating, she met Willie Nelson, 
not the singer, a man 33 years older than her, who had previously been convicted of smuggling marijuana. The couple married after just two months of dating. So though Miss Nelson claimed that she was sexually abused by her husband and suffered from battered spouse syndrome, it wasn't until 1991 that she saw her revenge. The murder, dismemberment, cooking, and cannibalization of Willie Nelson. These grisly acts the 23-year-old Omaima claimed were performed in accordance to various Egyptian beliefs regarding meeting her husband in the afterlife. As if the murder and dismemberment of Willie Nelson at the hands of his wife were not gruesome enough, details of exactly how his various body parts were cooked and disposed of are far more disturbing. During her trial, a psychiatrist testified that Miss Nelson admitted to cooking her husband's ribs barbecue style before sampling them. Authorities also testified that Mr. Nelson's hands were fried in oil, as well as his head being boiled and stored in a freezer. Additional remains were put down the couple's garbage disposal, which neighbors said ran nonstop for hours following the murder. Omaima later denied cannibalizing her husband's remains. She was convicted of second-degree murder and the assault of a farmer boyfriend with a gun. She is currently serving a 25-year-to-life sentence. That's so, nuts. Egyptian chicks, bro. You got to be careful. I might get with one. If, that's the first red flag. Now I'm out of every girl. What's your ethnicity? You Egyptian? <laughs> you Egyptian? That's my first question. You know, yeah. tell the dude with the fucking uh, Nazi tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I'm sending, her, sending uh, him her way. I'm like, hey, I need you to handle some business for me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I've never... You ever thought about that? Like, what person would taste like? No. I, I like... I don't know why. I'm I'm one of those, like, people that if I know how my food's made, I won't eat it. Like, chicken nuggets. Mm-hmm. Like, I know how they're made, but I, I try to forget it because they're so good. Or hot dogs, I try to forget it because they're so good. Oh, so you try to detach it from like the animal it was made. Yeah, from. like I don't, I don't like like how they're made, like pro- processing the food and everything, or like if I feel like a weird texture in my food, I won't eat it. Like I'm one of those people, so I couldn't even imagine eating a human. When like the food is like cooked really well, I can forget about it. But every now and then, I'll make my own food, and if I feel like it's a little bit undercooked, I instantly just start yeah, picturing just, the animal. Yeah, I can't do that. Like, like I don't know how people eat their their steak bloody. Like, if your steak has blood coming from it when you cut in it, that that animal still has a pulse. You're gonna eat it. <laughs> like, <laughs> I can't do that. I can't even imagine eating a human. Shit, bro. Like, there's some cultures like where they eat their dead. You know that, right? That's nuts. Like, like that's part of their like ritual or whatever. Like in her situation, she was living with her husband. You know, living like made him food, slept with him. You know, everyday life, and you eat him. Hey, what? I just I, I don't I don't know how somebody could do that. Yeah, I think it takes a special type of crazy. Yeah, like insanely crazy. Like I've heard people do some crazy things, but eating people cross my line. Tell me again, because we didn't record where you're talking about some dude eating another guy. Oh yeah, the uh, the true crime stuff I was watching. This dude had his own website. He had like a website where people could go in and uh, fill out and sign this uh, paper, signing over their life to the chef. And uh, when they turn, when they what happened is they messaged this dude, end up signing this over. 
whatever, and then meet up with him. He'd kill them and cook them and eat them and so, or, or, like, sell the meat. Like, you could buy people meat from this website. Ooh. And that was, like, local? Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know if it was, like, here. Like, I know it was in the United States somewhere, but I don't know exactly where. I can't remember. But I was just watching it because, like, when I go to sleep, I'll put on, like, some true crime stuff and watch it. Like, because I'd be wondering, like, <clears throat> it's interesting and it's, like, damn, people are really this crazy. Like, Jeffrey Dahmer and stuff like that, crazy people. Mm-hmm. And it's just interesting to watch, like, how they get caught and stuff. So I was watching <coughs> this episode, and he was just selling them, selling uh, meat. Selling meat. Yeah, human meat. Mm. All right, bro. This guy. That looks like a cannibal. Mm-hmm. I'll screen share for a second. Cannibal. Back to our screen. So this is what this fucking dude did. This is from 2003. That's when I was born. This could have been you, bro. <laughs> so this is this is about told from the perspective after the trial and shit, right? Mm-hmm. So German prosecutors described how this guy had fantasies about killing and devouring someone, including his classmates from the age of eight. The desire grew stronger after the death of his mother in 1999. Prosecutor, somebody said. So in March 2001, this guy advertised on the internet for a young, well-built man who wanted to be eaten. On the evening of March 9th, two men went up to the bedroom in this guy's house, a timbered farmhouse. So the dude who wanted to be eaten swallowed 20 sleeping pills and a half bottle of schnapps before Muse cut off his wiener with agreement and fried it for both of them to eat together. What the fuck? Yo. So then the guy who wanted to eat started bleeding heavily, so he took a bath. <laughs> he got in the bathtub, and the cannibal dude started reading a Star Trek novel. <laughs> so in the early hours of the morning, he finished off his victim by stabbing him in the neck with a large kitchen knife, kissing him first. I've seen other stories of this. I think they banged before this all happened. What the fuck? Yo. The cannibal then chopped the victim into pieces and put several bits of him in his freezer next to a takeaway pizza and buried the skull in his garden. Over the next few weeks, he defrosted and cooked parts of this victim in olive oil and garlic, eventually consuming 20 kilograms of human flesh before police finally turned up at his door. With every bite, my memory of him grew stronger, he said. Behind bars... This guy told detectives that he had consumed his victim with a bottle of South African red wine, had got out his best cutlery, and decorated his dinner table with candles. It tasted like pork, he said. There you go. That's strange. That's odd. Like, he said the memory grew stronger. Like, like as he was eating them, he, like, remembered it more like that that's crazy bro the image of him cutting that dude's wiener off and they ate it together is the one that fucked me up oh that's sus (laughs) hey if i was a cannibal that'd be the one part of the body i wouldn't eat (laughs) (laughs) that's where you draw the line bro 
Hey, that's where I draw the line. I'm, that's the one place I couldn't eat. I, I just, I just, I, my manhood be going away as soon as I take a bite. Bro, there's people who eat like fucking, uh, like cow balls and shit. I know them people are strange. I could never. That's that's one body part I do not play about. I would not ever eat. Mm-mm. Bro, if you were an Indian three hundred years ago, you're starving to death. Everybody's eating the cow, bro, and the only part they've left is the wiener. It looks like I'm starving. <laughs> Hell no. Bro. I'll see y'all in the afterlife. <laughs> it's not in the shape of it. What if they just like cut it up into pieces and it's they're still, like, it's still. <laughs> Come on, bro. Don't lie, Craig. <laughs> bro, they throw that shit on the tortilla. They don't tell you what part of it until <laughs> after you've eaten it. <laughs> well, I'm taking my own life after that, bro. I'm, y'all can eat me next. Y'all can eat my dick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not me. <laughs> Just because you change the presentation or something doesn't change what you eat. Man. You still, <laughs> <laughs> you still sus at the end of the day. I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> Bro, speaking of that, dude, my cousin Josh was on uh, the niggas podcast the other day, and they had the one of the funniest fucking exchanges. They were talking about uh, how uh, they don't eat bugs or something, eating bugs and shit. And they were telling him, like, you know, when you go to sleep, you sleep with your mouth open, so you eat, like, you know, five or ten bugs, like, a year or some shit, right? You ever heard that? Mm-mm. What the when fuck? you're asleep, bugs crawl in your mouth. If you're snoring, bro, you can't. <laughs> So, like, they would assume that a handful of bugs will sneak in there. Mm-hmm. And my cousin Josh was like, I'm not gay. I sleep with my mouth closed. <laughs> <laughs> he was that's like, some Josh shit to say. <laughs> like, that's some shit Josh would really Bro, say. I was rolling. I didn't watch the video, dog, but I was like, I almost want to clip that for them because, like, that's a funny fucking clip. That's, hey, that's, hey, that's some Josh shit to say, like, <laughs> for real. Like, if you knew Josh, that's some shit he would say. That's all I was thinking of, though, dog. I was like, damn, I got to have that dude back. <laughs> you stripped my manhood. I sleep my mouth open. Or I'm going to sleep my mouth shut. <laughs> and if it He's opens like, up. I ain't gay. I sleep with the clothes. <laughs> I'm duct taping it shut every night. Nah, man. That's crazy. I never even thought bugs were crawling in my mouth. Nah, so there's something I want to do with the podcast now, right? Where at the end of this, like, when I run out of shit to talk about, we ask Reddit. We go to questions where people ask questions, and we see which ones we want to answer. All right, here's one. Fellas, what's something you secretly love but hide because of gender stereotypes? Basically, just out yourself right now, dude. Cocks. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my, mine is uh, it's not really secretive, but like my earrings. I have one dangly and one stud. People think that's gay, but it's like I don't see it. It's that I just it's my it's my style. It's something I do. Like, uh, not many people do it. Like some people do it now. Like more people do it now, but like that's pretty much like the only thing that I do that I'd even take it as because I get judged on it a lot. Like I get comments like, "Why well, you have one dangly earring, and one stud?" Like. You know, that's the only thing that I'd be kind of ashamed of or something. Or embarrassed of. Embarrassed mm-hmm. of, yeah. No, nah, like, I see it, right? And uh, me, personally, I my ears aren't pierced. I would never wear earrings, right? Because of, like, how you said, there's that stereotype that, like, oh, man, you're soft if you get your ears pierced. Yeah. However, though, I think that is changing now <clears throat> with the times and shit. And, like, when I see you with the dog, like, I don't see it. And I'm like, oh, and this nigga looks, you know, 
feminine with it. Like I'm like, nah, you care. You wear it confidently. Yeah. So it kind of like you said, it's your swag, bro. Yeah. Like I I I thought about getting a nose piercing, but that's crossing the line for me because then people were like, oh yeah, you really feminine for getting the. Nah, you gotta get the eyebrow pierced, bro. What the over the tongue? Mm-hmm. That's fine. Just get the tongue pierced. Oh, bro, you nasty. <laughs> <laughs> You get the tongue pierced, bro. I'm judging. <laughs> no, nah, I could never. Like, I wouldn't even get my nose pierced. Mm-hmm. Like, the earrings is as far as I can go. Like, I don't know how people have, like, 30 piercings. Like, how you find 30 places on your body to pierce? People get bored and just start piercing, like, their cheek and shit. You seen that? Where people just put piercings, like, on their cheek or, like, mm-hmm. like on their eyebrow and shit. Like, people run out of places to put piercings. So, they just really put them anywhere. No, I've never had, like, any type of yearning to get piercings. I got tattoos and shit i'm pretty sure you're gonna get some eventually right i got i got one right here and oh yeah the giant ass one right in my face yeah i'm gonna get more as the time goes on i just make it you folded like i did though bro you got it on the inner arm so like motherfuckers can't see it unless you man like you ever think about that yeah like well when i took instagram pictures after i (laughs) got my tattoo because you know when you take that when you get tattooed you gotta show it off yeah yeah it was so hard to put the positioning to where i can get my tattoo did you take any like this, like holding the phone? At I was I was thinking about doing the old ball pose, but I I couldn't do it because <laughs> <laughs> I would do the same shit, bro. Like you gotta like turn your hand out like this. To, like, I was show about it. to post a, a picture on Instagram just like this, uh-huh. just so you could see the tattoo. But I ended up just turning to the side a little bit to where you can see. <laughs> the- <laughs> You having to be pointing one direction, bro? <laughs> That's what I, I kid you not. When I got my tattoo, I Facetime my friends and I was like, "Hey, bro, look over there, look over there," and pointed the camera at my at my arm, just straight, just pointing at nothing. But I just wanted to show my tattoo, so I was yeah, like, "Hey, yeah. you seen over there?" And just showing it off in the camera, but. That's why I sh- w- wish I wouldn't have put it on the inside because you can't see it. Mm-hmm. Like if I had it right here or something, just walk around with it and you can see it. But I wish I would have positioned it somewhere else. Yeah, but no, nah, man, my uh, my these are pretty much guilty pleasures. Like my guilty pleasure, low key, bro, is uh, '80s music. Fucking like even like the females, like Cindy Lauper and all that shit. Like time after time, nah. fucking. I'm hey, when nobody's in the car, that Cardi B do come on. I'm de- I'm dead ass, but and the homies in the car, that Cardi B's not coming on. <laughs> <laughs> that's staying on the <laughs> playlist for when they leave. Yeah, yeah, that's about as like deep as mine get. I don't got a whole lot of them. If the zombie apocalypse started today, what skills do you have that would make yourself useful to a band of survivors? No, I wouldn't be useful to a band of survivors at all because I wouldn't trust nobody. Because, like you said, this is zombie apocalypse. They're going to be running out of food. <clears throat> and they're going to want to eat people for to save food. And they're not going to know me as well as some of the other people. So I might be the first one to go. You're like, and I'm not eating nobody's dick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they might try to save me the bad parts for last. <laughs> so I, I'm making it on my own. I, I don't think I'd even. In the zombie apocalypse, I have a certain scenario, game plan, how, how stuff's going to go. First of all, I'm hitting the nearest... Anywhere I can get the gun stores that I ain't even hit yet, I'm going there first. And then I have a, a warehouse that I already have in mind that has water stocked up in it, so I'm good. That's very specific. Yeah. You forgot the very first part of that plan, though, where you get shot by the gun owners that you're trying to rob their, like, pawn shops. <sighs> yeah. It's not to work out some of the game plan <laughs> still. The general idea is there, though. Mm. Uh. Me, personally, uh, I like to think I'm really pragmatic. I think I'd be a good, like, uh, 
a good leader in terms of like, hey, let's not kill those guys. Yeah, let's like join up with those guys. Like a decision making kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the yeah, the brains of it all. Like I never understood why in zombie movies, why people like I get you got to fort up, but nobody ever talks about forting out. Like, say if we were to be on this specific thing, like why not? expand beyond the crib the neighborhood like yeah start clearing out zombies let's not let the gang fucking stack up to where there's like 50 of them outside of the crib let's kill that 10 maybe 20 outside yeah that's what like you ever play those zombie survival games on your phone mm-hmm. i like i watched a lot of the ads like pop up on like snapchat or like different stuff that i'm on i watched the zombie survival game ads pop up on my phone <coughs> and the way that they make those games is how I would want to run my zombie. Like if the zombie apocalypse happened, I would go rebuild this this place or whatever and progressively make it bigger. That that's what you do is <coughs> pro- progressively make it bigger and wipe out the zombies when they come and not wait for them to hoard up. Mm-hmm. Kind of like nip it in the because it's like in games like yes the zombies are never ending but in real life bro there's a finite amount of people. Yeah, there's a number and they're gonna stop eventually. <clears throat> However, here's where it gets weird is like in real like real life zombie situations, how do you know it's like say uh, were you here for this when I talked to somebody? Yeah. When you're at the gas station, yeah. you see a guy with zombie like symptoms. I told you. <laughs> you I don't want to be the friend bit somebody. <laughs> you don't want to be the first dude who's like I know what to do. Headshot. Yeah. Oh, he was having a seizure. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> you can't take the bullet back at that point. <laughs> yeah, you're going to prison, homie. <laughs> like I said, you got to you gotta do some observation before you kill the person. Yeah. Hey, you a zombie? Then I'll give him a call out or something. <laughs> <laughs> Zombies ain't going to speak back. Like, nobody's going to ever definitively say, like, oh, this was a zombie. I'd, I'd have to be like, hey, bro, you good? You a zombie or are you human? If I get a response back, then he's human. But if not, then it's headshot. And this is a public warning. Like, if you're out biting people and shit and, like, you look crazy, you're going to get it to the head, bro. <laughs> Man. Like, listen, you're setting yourself up. Like, why are you biting people in the first place? Like, Cannibal? just to be sure, bro, you're not getting it in the chest. You're getting it in the dome. In the in the head. Like, I'm not even giving you a chance to even come at me because I'm going to be the next one bit. The Walking Dead is in its 13th season. I know what to do right now. <laughs> yeah, I watch every episode. You think I'm going to end up like one of them? Uh, this is a good one. What's the best thing you've ever purchased for yourself? This is kind of deep. You Does that even it. exist? You can go first. All right, so check this out. The best thing I've ever purchased for myself. This might be corny, but it's my first microphone. Like $100. Fucking uh, Best Buy. I was like 15 or 16, I think. One of my first jobs. I had a MacBook from... uh, My parents had got me a MacBook Pro. One of the white ones. The big old chunky ones. And I had just been like recording music and shit straight from the speaker and the laptop. And I remember uh, buying the microphone, bro. It was just this like super... I was like, oh, I made it. You know, this is going to change <laughs> yeah. everything. And low-key it did because now, look, I've fucking got, like, four microphones. I got the decent interfaces and shit. Yeah. And it all led to this moment. And, like, you know, it was just something cool. Yeah. I don't know if I made any because when I get money, I tend to just splurge it in the moment and never think of any long-term, like, hey, I need this or this. So I think I, I don't really have one that I really – I really... To be fair, you're still pretty young. Yeah, thoughtful purchase, because 
I kind of just blow my money as it comes. You're like, I got this this vape, right? <laughs> <laughs> it gets me through every day. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think I made any like purchases that were like that have know. like stuck with you. Yeah. yeah. You'll probably think of a man. The older you get, you'll start to appreciate like different things. Yeah, like I think when I buy my first like good good car, that'd be my that'd be my number one. Cause like damn, it's my first big purchase. Nah, dude, I was pissed off when I got my first car because uh, my parents were really big on me being independent, and so um, I remember I think I had a tax return or something that was like fifteen hundred bucks, and I didn't have any type of credit. I didn't have bad credit at the time, but I was like. I think I might have been your age, 19 or 18 or something. And I was like, all right. I was using this old-ass fucking Explorer that cost like $500, and it was all janky. So I was like, I need a new car. So I went to the dealership. Actually, I told my dad. I was like, hey, can you come with me? I I don't know what to do. And he was like, nah, just go up there. Just tell him uh, you want to get a car. Which, to be honest with you, I think he was fucking with me. Because have you ever gone to a dealership (laughs) before and gone like, you know, I looked up in the registry and shit, and I was like, yo, this one's cool. This is a... you know, $9,000 car, the Ford Focus or some shit. So I walk up to the guy selling the cars, and I'm like, hey, I want this one. And he was like, uh, do you have, like, $5,000 to put down? No. Do you have good credit, 700 No. Then he put his arm around my shoulder and started walking me out the door. Tell you what, come back with your parents, come back with $5,000, and practically pushed me out the door <laughs> and then shut it and was like, then come back and talk to me. So that was like my experience at a Ford dealership. I think I ended up going to like a Shawnee Mission Kia, a Kia dealership, <clears throat> and they got me one. They got me my little cobalt that's sitting outside broken down right now. <laughs> but uh, that was my like feelings when I was getting a car. I was kind of like, well, damn, I guess I got to just settle for this motherfucker. That's why I'm real iffy on the next car I want to buy. I want to make sure that. It's going to run. Because I bought my actual first, first car, but it was a shitbox. It, it broke down. It's gone already. Mm-hmm. So I just think my next one, I'm really cautious about. I wanted something that's going to last. Yeah, like I know a lot of people say like you shouldn't get into like decent payments, but like if you got a steady job. Yeah, and you can make the payments, it's good. It's good to get a reliable car, bro. Like, as long as the car, like, lasts the life of the fucking um, payments. Yeah. Because, like, I've always gotten into cars that had, like, five-year payments, four-year payments. And they always last longer, a couple years at least, than the thing. Yeah. I, as long as I'm, as long as it gets me A to B and it's decent, and it's a decent price, and taking it. Yeah, I think especially nowadays, you got to really think about gas. Like, my car, bro, I only put, like, 30 bucks into it, even with, like... And you've seen how big my car is. Yeah. No, gas is nuts right now, too. Especially, I might as well just invest in a Tesla at this point. Because gas is, like, expensive. It's almost $4 a gallon. Teslas are also expensive. Yeah, think about the gas you're going to spend over years. Would you be in a self-driving car? No. You I never. wouldn't let it self drive itself. I'm gonna take that damn autopilot off. I don't trust issues. Why would I trust an electronic car? Listen, bro, if you're gonna like sit in a self driving car, I feel like you gotta just buckle down and you know, be all in. Uh you ever seen those gadgets that like when you pull it against the window and you hit it, it's gonna break the window like it gl- shatters the glass? Like those panic ones, like 
if you ever get kidnapped, you should have this on your keychain so that way it like it it's like a little ball and you put it against the window, you pull it and it slings against the window and it breaks it. So that way if you get like kidnapped or anything or uh, you could break out like without, you know, hurting yourself or you can get out the window or whatever. Mm-hmm. I have to have one of those on me. So if that Tesla goes rogue, I'm breaking out that window and jumping out. <laughs> bro, I feel like that's such a like a trick shot type thing. Like you try it one time, like little did they know, nothing happens. Yeah, like I'd I'd be pissed if that happened. Or like if it's a bulletproof window and it's not breaking, <laughs> it's not breaking. You pull that bitch like five times. It's like why is it working? Fucking flicks off and knocks you out. <laughs> that point, it's just if that ever happened, it's my time. You just wake up in a cannibal's bathtub. <laughs> God, God chose me to come this day. Here's a weird one. You have to have sex with the last person you searched up on Google. How screwed are you? I just looked up this cannibal guy. <laughs> you're you're, <laughs> you're fucked. So I'm done. How about I don't you? Even know who I looked up? It's probably like Einstein or something. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk. Hulk. Oh man. What makes someone immediately unattractive to you, ladies? Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. What are we going to do? We're going to say a physical thing or a characteristic? Characteristic. Just like how they are. Like, their person. Like, me is just. I'm a big personality type. Like, of course, the looks got to be there, too. But personality got to be there. Like, if, like if I hate stuck up females. Like, if you think that you're. Like, there's some females that. That'll be on Snapchat. Like, well, why would I chase one dude when I got 50 other dudes chased? Like, that is immediately unattractive. Like, what fuck do I look like competing with all these other dudes? Like, if you're texting this many other dudes that want you, they can have you. Like, I'm good. She for the streets? Yeah. Like, especially if her stats score over a million, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> she has over a million Snapchats on this account. I'm not messing with this. So you're looking for that underground poontang. Yeah, like that low-key slept on. Mm, I respect that. Uh, Yeah, I think it'd be a similar thing. Like, females that are, like, afraid to, like, laugh. <laughs> like shy like, ones yeah like not even shy ones bro like ones who like will just immediately like look past you because like um i just say goofy shit all the time and uh this is kind of fucked up so depending on my mood because most of the time i'm just kind of like yeah whatever i'm getting out of here because at these like fast food joints and shit i'm like 10 years older than all these bitches so it's like invisible but fucking uh every now and then you know like today for example i went to this uh chicken place and they accidentally, uh, I asked for a regular order of mac and cheese, and they gave me a large one. And the girl at the window is like, hey, we accidentally made you a large tub of mac and cheese. Uh, is that going to be a problem, or do you want us to make you another one? <laughs> I remember I looked up at the sky, <laughs> looked over at the female, and I was just like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, please. Like, well, you're giving me more than what I asked for. <laughs> you think I'm going to complain? So she handed me the bag of food, right? And I didn't pull it immediately. She's still holding on. And I was like, hey. She's like, what? She, like, stops. She's wearing a mask. I just see her eyes look at me. And I was like, tell whoever fucked up I said thank you. <laughs> and then I pulled it in. And then, uh, like I said, she kind of, like, looked away real fast. And I remember I was thinking in my head. I was like, that was gold, okay? I would have laughed. I'm so sad. <laughs> I would have just died laughing. But like I said, like females who can't like even, you know, play around like that. Yeah, like <laughs> that, that's, I would have laughed. I don't care who you. I don't care who came through the window. <laughs> I would have laughed. 
I'm like, yo, this nigga's comedy. Bro, I had to like hold it in when she was like, do you want him to go remake it? I almost slapped the bitch. <laughs> I think I even told her. I was like, what the fuck do you think? Like, bro, like, you think I'm going to, you give me more. Like, that's like, that's a better feeling than when you uh, order fries and you find some onion rings in there, too. Like, <laughs> they throw something extra in the bag. Yeah. Like, I feel universally nobody's going to be like, nah, don't give me extra food. <laughs> What random act of kindness backfired on you horribly? I got one for that. I, uh, this one time, this guy walked up to my car when I was in the Missouri side, and I was at a stoplight, and he asked me uh, he asked me if I had any change or anything, and I was like, nah, bro, I don't have any change, and I was smoking a cigarette in my car. And he was like, oh, let me get a cigarette, though. And universally, dog, I always give people cigarettes, because I'm always, in my head, you know, when I was smoking still, I was like, okay, I wish somebody would do the same for me if I was in this situation. Here you go, my good man. He's, like, across my car on the passenger side at the window. And he's like, you got a light? I'm like, yeah. Hand him the lighter. And mind you, at this point, he's, like, put his elbows on my window. And he's, like, leaning, like, with his face almost, like, inside the car. And, uh... I remember at that moment, I was like, all right, it's kind of fucking weird. So I got my hand out to get my lighter back. And he's like, uh, so you're telling me you ain't got any bread to give? And I'm like, nah, and I still got my hand out. So this motherfucker, bro, like, with his hands like this, tosses the lighter on the fucking floor of the car and then walks off. And mind you, he could have walked off with it, which would have been worse. But I remember there was, like, about 15 seconds where I'm sitting there, I'm like, I got to get out of the car and whip this dude's ass. <laughs> I'm like, I got to chase after this guy right now and fuck him up. <laughs> and I was working. I was uh, in uniform, bro, in my Coke shirt because I was driving to different stores and shit. And yeah. I'm like thinking in my head like, okay, is it worth it for me to get out of my car right now and fight this dude? <laughs> I like real hard. And then I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I got my lighter. That's not gonna affect me. I'm never gonna see this dude again. <laughs> but still, no. Nah, I uh, I was working at the uh, laundromat out in uh, Olathe, and uh, this old lady, well, she's like an older lady. I say in like her fifties. <clears throat> she was like, "Is there any way you're going up north?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah I live up north. Like I'm, I'm going north." So she was like, is there any way you could give me a ride to go get this car? And there's an older lady, so I'm not thinking nothing. I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, you know, she was nice to me. She, There was this customer that came in there and tried to fight me, and she was there when the cops got there and everything, helped me out, you know, get me out of trouble because I thought I was going to get in trouble, whatever. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to help her. So I was going to take her to get this car. And I thought it was going to be, like, down, like, over by my house because she said, like, where it was. I'm thinking okay, it's right here, like, that's not too far from my house, it really wasn't that far, but it was out of the way, kind of, mm-hmm. and so I'm over here, I'm taking this old lady to <laughs> get this car, yeah. and it's way the fuck out the way, and I'm like, bro, it's like, like way out the way is like 15, 20 minutes from my house, 15, 20 minutes, I didn't have to go, but I'm thinking that it was closer, so <laughs> I end up taking her, and she ain't give me no gas money or nothing. So when I get home, my car's on E, and I don't got no gas for the next day. So I had to ask, you know, my mama for some money. But I didn't, like, I didn't know it was that far out the way. It wasn't a big deal, but at the end of the day, I kind of lost hella gas for and taking like, it. And, like, you can't even, like, it, it'd be fucked up if at one point you were like, yo, 
you got some gas money? <laughs> Either you got gas money or you're going to have to bounce. Like, I feel like I've gotten you far enough, Frodo. She got, she, she did give me his fake-ass chain. I ended up giving it to Esau. <laughs> swear. Esau would not take that motherfucker off. He wore that motherfucker for, like, a month until it broke. Look, bro, on the real, a chain is a chain, man. Man, he he thought he was so fly. You remember that chain he used to wear, that gold one? That You gave that to him? And yeah. it was from that old lady? Old lady. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, I don't have much, but I have this chain. <laughs> she said, I don't know if it's real or not. Bro, low-key, she was probably just leading you in circles, hoping you'd be like, so, uh, what's up? No, when I met, when I, uh, she had to go take this other car back to her house before I took her to go get this other car, which was strange, but I did it anyways. And her house was, <laughs> to get to her house, I had to go through this alleyway. I thought I was going to get killed, bro. I was like, yeah, this is it. I called my friend. I said, hey, if you don't see me tomorrow, just know I died. It was a setup, man. That's what I felt like the whole time. Like I said, it wasn't that big of a deal, but it still was out the way. <coughs> yeah. I don't know, dude. I think, like, whenever somebody says something's close, I feel like 15 to 20 minutes is, like, iffy. Iffy. When it gets over 30 now, that's when it's like, nah, you're fucking tripping, yo. Yeah. I, w- I wouldn't even drive 30 minutes to see a girl. Mm. Why would I take you 30 minutes to go pick up a car? Bro, I wouldn't drive 30 minutes to go cancel my gym membership. That's why <laughs> I paid him for three years. <laughs> I still ain't paid mine. I keep getting phone calls. That's Planet Fitness is one uh, updated payment. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> fuck that payment. <laughs> What's the best insult you've ever heard? Mm. I've heard some fire ones, bro. I heard some racist ones. <laughs> I don't want to get canceled, though. <laughs> yeah, keep keep those in the chamber, dog. All right, <laughs> Man. We only let those loose in certain situations. <laughs> nah, dude. One time, these guys were like going back and forth, right? And one of them like, had tried to roast the other guy. And the dude who had gotten roasted, he was like, I can't remember word for word. I'm going to fuck this up because I can't remember. It was This was like fucking 15 years ago. The dude was like, ha, ha, ha. He was like, that made, he was like I just laughed so hard that my balls jiggled like your mom <laughs> made him do last night. <laughs> that kid's a savage. I never forgot that line, Yo. bro. And I remember I was just like, that was nasty, bro. I wouldn't even know what to say. Like, I, at that point, he won, bro. I wouldn't even have a comeback at all, bro. I'd be like, you win. I just walked out of the house. <laughs> what was your best Halloween costume? I was never one to dress up. I was never one to dress up. like. Uh, so you're going to be one of those guys like me. I was always the one that put on the mask and just called it good ah, okay. with a pillowcase. Even as, like, a child? Yeah. Like, I never had an actual costume. Like, every now and then I'd, you know, have the stereo, like, the the cliche ninja or something like that as a kid. But I, other than that, I was just, like, when I got older, like, teenage, I was throwing a mask. Bro, do you think every kid was, like, a ninja at one point in their life? I feel like a ninja is just a common thing to do. Because everybody, like, see, as a kid, you see, like, all these action, like, ninja movies. So I'm like, oh, that looks cool. Let me be that for Halloween. Bro, I was a Power Ranger like three years in a row. They would just change the colors. <laughs> you got the red one, then the, the yellow one. The red one, the white one, the black <laughs> one. I I dressed up as uh, 
You ever seen those Ninjago movies, like the Lego Ninja movies? I dress no, up as one that, of those. <laughs> I dress up as one of those one year. Just call it a Lego Ninja, bro. Don't call it Ninjago. That's what that's what the <laughs> that's what the show's called. That's why I said it. Ninjago just sounds like a racist ninja. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the Ninjago clan. <laughs> oh fuck. Here's a fun one. What's a phase you had when you were younger that looking back on, it's now incredibly cringe? The mohawk. I had a mohawk. And just to tip it off, <laughs> I had, you know, those hairspray, like the colored hairspray, like to change your color for a day. I colored one side red and the other side blue. So I look like, uh, you seen uh, Cobra Kai? You were Hawk. I, I, I look like Hawk. <laughs> my boy I looked like Hawk One side was red And if you looked at Like if you looked at me From this side It looked like I had red hair If you looked at this side It looked like I had blue hair And then you would Spike it up Yes mm. Like literally like this Maybe like this Straight back Red Blue That was for the ladies bro Man I thought I was Killing it Bro I went through This goth phase dog Where all I wore Was black And I had really short hair but at the time, all the kids I hung out with had, like, that skater white kid hair where their bangs <laughs> would hang. So, you know, they'd all just always be going. So I would do that, but I didn't have any hair. And I didn't <laughs> understand that they were flipping their hair. So we'd be talking, and I don't know, and I'd be like, yeah, something like third period. And uh, <laughs> I just had a twitch. Like you had threads? <laughs> People like, probably thought you had threads. They just called me that Mexican goth kid with threads. <laughs> They'd be like, yeah, that one kid with the tick? <laughs> I thought that shit was hard as fuck. I got a couple of pictures, bro. Of me just like decked out in black. That, see, <laughs> see, I wear a lot of black even now. Like black's my favorite color. I wear black. I don't really think of it as like a goth now, mm-hmm. but like black's my like. If I had to choose any color, I'm wearing black or red, but mostly black. Yeah, I think that's mostly like me, like an affiliation thing. Cause like, uh, in this neighborhood, whenever I walk around with like. Uh, when I went through my cholo phase, bro, and I had the flannels and I had like a cap that said loco and shit on it, I'd always get these like essays that would walk up to me like, what you claim for? Where are you from? I'm like, oh, I just live here, bro. My bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, clearly I can only wear black. Yeah, I can't wear red. Yeah. I might get shot here or I can't wear blue because I might get mugged here. So just mm-hmm. <laughs> neutral, go black. But no. Nah. But I think we're going to go ahead and wrap this up, man. I think we've been about two hours in. I think. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and plug everything. Make sure you guys are hitting the uh, TikTok, Instagram, Death Taco Pod, YouTube channel, Death Taco Podcast. Uh, We're going to be doing these. Hopefully, I want to start doing some in the middle of the week and shit. Yeah. Just, uh, I don't know if I could do it. It had to be late during the week because I... Unless it's in a couple of weeks, cause I quit my job in a couple of weeks. Nah, you're good, man. Fucking, uh, I, I got like a whole army of people trying to do these. Yeah, I like that we could still keep doing these like on Sundays though, like yeah. consistently. Yeah, consistent. I feel like the consistent content brings in a lot of more people. Mm-hmm. Or I'm gonna at least get your videos around more. Yeah, so that's what I'm gonna try to do two a week. I'm gonna, I got other people that I could have come in, in the middle yeah. of the week and do one. But uh, thank you, John, for being here, my boy. Yep. This has been the Death Taco Podcast.